The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. George Floyd, inside the store, moments before he's confronted by cops. Then, it is a horrible allegation, and it is a lie. Trump's top ally in Congress. Did he have sex with a 17-year-old? A person demanded $25 million in exchange for making horrible sex trafficking allegations against me go away. Plus, arrest in the unprovoked attack upsetting everyone. He served 17 years in prison for killing his own mother. And he did it again. They have these things called muzzles. What the dog whisperer is saying should be done today. Do you think this dog is dangerous? Then, I cried for two weeks. Dancing video as Britney breaks her silence. Plus, stop that speeding car. But there's a pregnant mom in there, and she's about to give birth. And she deserves it. Happy news for the late Kobe Bryant's daughter. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is your first look at the moments before George Floyd found himself in police custody. Video of Floyd inside a convenience store, buying a pack of cigarettes, speaking with an employee, having no idea of the terror that would come just minutes later. You're looking at just-released video of George Floyd, moments before his fatal encounter with cops. He can be seen on surveillance video inside the now-famous Cup Foods neighborhood store. It kind of took him a little long to get to what he was trying to say, so it would appear that he was high. Store cashier Christopher Martin took the stand at the trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin today. He says that Floyd paid for cigarettes with what appeared to be a counterfeit $20 bill. Martin can be seen holding it up for a closer look. I kept examining it, and then I eventually told my manager. Video from a security camera across the street shows Martin and another store employee confronting Floyd over the phony bill. A passenger can be seen tossing away the $20 bill. When Floyd refused to return to the store, the police were called. Minutes later, the cashier heard a commotion outside and went to investigate. I saw people yelling and screaming. I saw Derek with his knee on George's neck on the ground. George was motionless, limp. CBS national correspondent Jamie Yukas. Many people might wonder why would the prosecution try to enter this into evidence? Uh, they're trying to get ahead of the defense because they know that the defense is going to say that drug use and underlying health conditions, among other factors, is what contributed to George Floyd's death, not the kneeling on the neck. So the prosecution trying to get ahead of it saying, okay, people knew that he was on drugs, but that didn't mean that he should die. The witness says he has been racked with guilt, knowing how that routine cigarette purchase changed so many lives. Why guilt? Um, if I would have just not taken the bill, this could have been avoided. 
Today, the proceedings were halted temporarily when juror number seven, a woman, felt ill. Testimony did resume about an hour later. One of former President Trump's biggest supporters in Congress is under investigation over allegations, including sex trafficking of a 17-year-old girl. Representative Matt Gates of Florida says the charge is untrue and that he is the victim of an extortion plot. It is a horrible allegation and it is a lie. Republican Congressman Matt Gates is vehemently denying he ever had sex with a minor. The New York Times broke the news that the Justice Department has been looking into whether Gates had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old and paid for her to travel with him, a violation of sex trafficking laws. Gates appeared on Fox News last night to defend himself. Who is this girl? What are they talking about, uh, uh, the New York Times? The person doesn't exist. I have not had a relationship with a 17-year-old. That is totally false. He came out with a bizarre story that a lawyer attempted to blackmail $25 million from his wealthy father to stop the investigation. A person demanded $25 million in exchange for making horrible sex trafficking allegations against me go away. That attorney, David McGee, today called the claim completely false and a blatant attempt to distract from the fact that he's under investigation for sex trafficking of minors. Tucker Carlson found the whole thing baffling. That was one of the weirdest interviews I've ever conducted. Gates, once dubbed the meanest member of Congress, is one of Donald Trump's biggest allies. This is Donald Trump's party, and I am a Donald Trump Republican. He's gained a reputation as a flamboyant firebrand for stunts like wearing an oversized gas mask in the early days of the pandemic. The 38-year-old bachelor's love life is now under scrutiny. He once dated a 21-year-old congressional intern and was quoted telling a reporter, I'm not a monk, I'm just a congressman. He reportedly flirted with Trump's daughter Tiffany and in December got down on one knee and proposed to 26-year-old Ginger Lucky at, where else, Mar-a-Lago. Tiffany Trump was one of the first to congratulate them. So thank you for joining us. The former president isn't commenting, but he gave his first on-camera interview since leaving the White House to his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, who has just been hired as a Fox News contributor. Do we have hope that there's a possibility to see Donald Trump run again in 20? You do have hope. That I can tell you. <laughs> you do have hope. Facebook and Instagram have taken down any postings of the interview as part of the Trump ban that began after the Capitol riots in January. An arrest has been made in that horrifying attack on an Asian American woman in Manhattan. We told you about it yesterday. And it turns out the suspect is out on parole, having been convicted years ago of killing his own mother. Amber Cagliano has details. Arrested, the thug accused of kicking and stomping on an elderly Asian American woman is behind bars today, and he's got a violent criminal history. In 2002, Brandon Elliott was convicted of stabbing his own mother to death with a kitchen knife in front of his five-year-old sister. Elliott served 17 years and was released in 2019 on lifetime parole. He actually reported to his parole officer four days before the incident. We will never accept or tolerate 
hate or violence of any kind in our great city. The suspect was living here at this hotel in Midtown Manhattan, just four blocks from where the vicious assault took place. The hotel was recently converted into homeless housing amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Mr. Elliott will be arraigned shortly in Manhattan criminal court on two counts of assault in the second degree as a hate crime and one count of attempted assault in the first degree as a hate crime. If convicted, he will face up to 25 years in prison. We're also learning more about the 65-year-old victim who was attacked on her way to church for Holy Week. She was kicked to the ground, then stomped on repeatedly after being told, you don't belong here. All as three men watched from the apartment building lobby and never come to her aid. The security guard even closed the door as she struggled. A new security guard was in the lobby today wearing a Stop Asian Hate button. This man lives in the building. I was very disappointed. Um, I think for all of us, the video is shocking, right? And I understand that the people at the front desk did dial 911. I think that is one appropriate action. But I'm surprised that no one came out from the building to do something. But contrary to the doorman's claim that he called 911, cops today uh, said that never happened. Yeah, the, the police department was actually there. The patrol officers from that part of the uh, of Manhattan, they came upon the victim after she was assaulted. So no 911 calls. The victim was identified as Vilma Kari. She immigrated to the USA from the Philippines decades ago. She was discharged from the hospital today and is recovering from a fractured pelvis. 33 attacks on Asian Americans have been reported in New York City so far this year. That is up triple from the same time last year. Other news today, first dog major is back in the doghouse. He bit someone again at the White House. That would be the second time. And so that has prompted famed dog whisperer Cesar Milan to volunteer his services to the president. He told Jim Murray what he thinks he could do to help major behave. What's next for President Biden's dog, Major, following yet another biting incident? Major is still adjusting to his new surroundings, and he nips someone while on a walk, the First Lady spokesperson says. It happened during a walk on the White House South Lawn, where he went after a National Park Service employee. We went to Caesar Milan, a.k.a. the dog whisperer, who says he reached out to the White House to offer his services. Do you expect to be going to Washington soon? Yes, I mean, it happened twice, so, <laughs> so we, we, something has to be put in place. Do you think Major is a dangerous animal? No, no, not at all, not at all. It's the humans. We have to train humans. So you say the people need the training, not major. Absolutely. All White House staff, everybody. The nip comes just three weeks after the rescue dog bit a Secret Service agent, prompting Biden to come to his dog's defense. Major did not bite someone and penetrate the skin. You turn a corner and there's two people who don't know at all. And, you know, and, and they move and, and he, he moves to protect. But he is, uh, he's a sweet dog. After that first incident, Major was sent home to Delaware, where he was retrained before being permitted back to the White House. But now, some are saying Major should be put down. If my dog bit as many people as Major Biden, I'd be forced to put him down, goes one tweet. Over the weekend, SNL here. spoofed Major's aggression. My dog, Major, he's back from being retrained. He's all better now, Archie Major, he's a sweet pooch. Today, Gail King had this advice. 
They have these things called muzzles <laughs> or those things that they wrap around the dog while he's still adjusting. Clearly he's, he's still adjusting. adjusting. He's so where is Major today? I've checked and Major is here at the White House this morning. Oh, important information. Uh, there is some more news on this front. Uh, White House reporters today noticed that one of the Biden dogs left a little present on the carpet outside the diplomatic reception room. No word on which dog, major or champ, was the bad boy this time. Britney Spears is finally commenting about that documentary that chronicles the conservatorship battle over her estate. And she says it made her cry for weeks. Britney Spears is breaking her silence about the controversial documentary about her life. I cried for two weeks and, well, I still cry sometimes, she says on Instagram. Britney says she is embarrassed by the light the New York Times documentary framing Britney Spears put her in. There's a lot that people don't know about me that I want them to know. In her new posting, in a red crop top and shorts, she reveals that she dances every day to Aerosmith's Crazy. My life has always been very speculated, watched, and judged, really my whole life, she writes. The documentary explores her rise to fame as a young star on the Mickey Mouse Club, to her very public breakdown in 2007, where she shaved her head and attacked a photographer's vehicle with an umbrella. Since 2008, her father Jamie has been in charge of the singer's conservatorship. Britney has been fighting to have him removed. Fans continue to show their support for the singer, showing up to every court appearance. Britney says she dances every night. She says it helps her with her sanity. A race against the clock to save a man trapped in a burning car. Unfortunately, the first officers on the scene knew exactly what to do. Police officers race to save a man trapped in a fiery crash in Phoenix. Do this one. Do this one. That didn't work. Do you have something blunt? So they used a fire extinguisher to break the window. I got no heartbeat. I'm doing chest compressions. Heroic efforts to resuscitate the victim began immediately. Come on, buddy. You got this. Come back. I see. Yes. Success. He's brought back to life. Yes. Come on. You got this. Wow. Hero cops. Now another drama on the road. This time a baby that just couldn't wait to get to the hospital. State troopers are in hot pursuit of a car they say is speeding at 83 miles an hour. You can see the driver frantically waving the troopers over. They're in for a major surprise. Yep, he was rushing to the hospital because mom-to-be is in the throes of giving birth right there in the car. He helps his wife out of the car and you can see she's hunched over in pain and baby is not going to wait. We've got to get out and do this here. The Florida troopers are doing their best to keep the woman calm, but she is understandably panicked. The brave mom lies on a blanket, and dad and the state troopers deliver the baby girl right then and there. She's okay, she's okay, she's okay. Mom's screaming again, this time in relief. Earlier this year, Kelly Fleming posted this Facebook photo, pregnant and glowing. Now she has quite the story and video to share of the birth of her baby girl. And we'll be back after this. Next, the COVID family. They were struck by the coronavirus. They all recovered, but him. He's just 24, and he needed a double lung transplant. It's been complete torture. Then... 
Why is she covering half her face with her hair? What she doesn't want anyone to see. This is the eye that's smaller than And she deserves it. <laughs> Happy news for the late Kobe Bryant's daughter. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Kobe Bryant's widow Vanessa is sharing video of their daughter Natalia getting accepted to USC. <laughs> yes, she did. She got in. Vanessa posted the moment saying she wishes that Kobe and their daughter Gigi were there to celebrate, but she says she knows they are here in spirit and that Kobe is so proud. Turning now to the pandemic, and the numbers are concerning. 65,700 new cases have been reported each day over the past seven days, and that's a 22% increase from the previous week. This new data comes as more scientific breakthroughs are being made, including this man who just had a COVID-related double lung transplant. COVID-19 took something from this young man, his lungs. Colby Vondenstein was a healthy 24-year-old dad with three little ones. He had zero underlying conditions when he became sick following a family Christmas gathering in Harris County, Texas, that resulted in almost every family member coming down with COVID. They all recovered, but Colby was hospitalized. He was so close to death, he had to have a double lung and kidney transplant. This was sort of the last thing you would expect, right? Because you're young and healthy. I never expect to not do what I'm going through. Colby's wife, Tori. What's your message to young people watching? Take it seriously. It can happen to anyone. The virus can attack anybody. It doesn't matter what age you are. Colby is making progress step by step. Yeah. Like Colby's 16-year-old Jose Luis Chavez also needed a double lung transplant. His mom, Anna. They told him that he had a 5% chance of living. And he was very sick, very, very sick. Dr. Gabriel Lohr saved the teen. His case was a little bit scary because he's a young man, he's just 16 years old. He came over in a very, uh, in a shape where he was on advanced life support. Then it became obvious with time it was getting worse and worse. The operation was a success, but he will have to be on meds for the rest of his life to battle organ rejection. In the younger folks, we've always had this sense that maybe we're protected. It's usually in older patients that we see this. The straight-A student was so fascinated by his medical ordeal, he now wants to be a cardiothoracic surgeon. I told the doctor, I want to see my lungs, like the ones that were affected with COVID. And if you see them, they look like a liver. They were all shriveled up. Unbelievable. The doctor we spoke to believes there's a good chance that both men will need new lungs in about 10 years. When we come back, this lady's using her hair to cover her face. And you might be surprised why. He's the trainer of all. 
It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. There's a reason she's hiding her face. Here's why. This woman has a secret she's trying to hide with her hair. It's her droopy eyelid, the result of what she says was a botched Botox injection. What style blogger Whitney Buha saw in the mirror was startling. Her eye nearly closed. I had never seen anything like this, and I didn't know that this could even happen. She even changed her hairstyle, adopting the peekaboo style made famous by 1940s movie star Veronica Lake. I also kind of cover like half of my left eye. Did you panic? I just remember really panicking, thinking that this could be maybe it's not temporary. Maybe it's permanent. Is this going to affect my vision? You know, is this going to have long-term repercussions? Dermatologist Dr. Doris Day, who did not treat Whitney, says what happened to her is called lidtosis. Unfortunately, what happened is that a muscle that helps lift the brow was inactivated or weakened by the way the Botox was injected. And that's going to take a while to wear off. Will you ever get Botox again? I will wait a very long time to do Botox again, but I can't say that I'll never get it again. When we come back, serving a surprise. Finally, surprise. This woman is celebrating her 89th birthday at a family favorite Italian restaurant. Are you here for a special occasion? It's my mother's 89th birthday. 89. But she has no idea that the waiter is actually her son in disguise. They haven't seen each other in two years. Do you know what you want? After taking the order, her son appears again, this time as himself. Happy birthday, Mom. Best birthday ever. We'll see you tomorrow. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.